Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Dan Menigan is in for Jeff. Get ready for every move this offseason with It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. I'm on it. Daryl Ryder's on it, too. Get fresh episodes twice each week on the Odyssey app, and the next one will drop on Tuesday. By the way, the story that we've been talking about for most of the day today with Jadavian Clowney and what Mary Kay Cabot had to say last week about it, that story is available at 923thefan.com. So uh, if you've been following along with us for the last hour and you want to try to figure out the rest of the story, just go to 923thefan.com. That story was just put uh, on the web, so uh, nice job, Keith making sure that everyone's up to speed on what's going on, especially when it comes to the drama that happens in Berea. In this hour, we'll talk to Jamal White coming up here in a second. Uh, we're going to touch on the Cavs for a second. And then I also want to talk about the playoffs because we haven't talked about that at all as we got a big weekend with uh, two games tomorrow and then you've got three games coming up on Sunday and then a Monday night playoff game, which I think is pretty exciting. I, I mean, I know we got into this in the beginning of the show and you had said um, – you know, I wish there were better players playing, but I wish everybody wasn't hurt. Well, I mean, I know that's the reality of football. It is, you know, basically get the slam the guy with the ball into the dirt as hard as you can to make sure he doesn't succeed again. But I wish I wish we didn't have all these third string quarterbacks playing all yeah. over the place. I wish it wasn't Skylar Thompson, and I wish it wasn't you know possibly Anthony Brown. All right, I'd like to see Lamar Jackson and Tua. He is a top twenty five running back in Brown's history. He's gonna be mad at me for saying that. And uh, if you look at his numbers, you can find that out pretty quick, too. Um, and he's also the star of Spectrum's postgame show uh, after Browns games on Sunday, too. So uh, Jamal White is nice enough to join us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello there. What's up, buddy? How are you, my friend? Dude, why do you – Andy, why? Why what? Why would you even – top 25 is not nothing. That's like nothing. When it comes to NFL running backs, what did oh, I? Were man. you twenty four? I can't even remember. I, I know we did this. I talked to you about this the other Dude, day. Dude, you're on the list. Yeah, none of us to, are. You're talking to two guys that, if we put our names in Google, the misspelling of my name shows up more than the actual spelling, or all kinds of mean <laughs> things about me too. Mean, untrue well, things I'm, about me. Un, did you say untrue things? Oh yeah, there's a bunch of untrue stuff about me out there too. So well, you are number twenty five. Sorry. You are 25. You aren't in the top 25. You are 25. 1,324 yards, my friend. Oh, my God. Well, well, I don't know if that's an accomplishment or not. Why do you sell yourself short? 
I don't. I'm not selling myself short. I'm just saying it's. I don't know if top twenty five is an accomplishment. Like top ten is an accomplishment to me. But uh, how about the fact is. you took one snap in the NFL? That's an accomplishment. You made that the list. Nine, you know, 99.9999999% of the people that are listening right now never took a snap in the NFL. Well, I, I'm not saying – well, that is an accomplishment. That I take pride in. Okay, good. Okay, I just want to make sure. We're all on the same page. <laughs> Did you hear the Jadavian Clowney story? If you didn't, Dan's going to explain it to you in a second. Did you hear what's going on today, that he uh, issued an apology to Miles Garrett for what had been said the week before and then said that his, his quotes were taken out of context? What do you think? I, I don't I don't know what he said today. I, here, I, hang, I know on, here, people... hang on, Dan will tell you. I just want to make sure you have to speak. Okay. All right, so All right. here is the statement that he released on Twitter. As a son and a parent, I want to fully apologize to anyone I offended, specifically Miles Garrett and his family. My words in the locker room were not only taken out of context, but completely misrepresented. As a man, I have reached out to Miles specifically to apologize. I will continue to learn and grow as I move forward. Well, ain't that something? Here's my problem. <laughs> Here's my problem. Why does everybody take to Twitter to do anything when it comes to an apology? Why could wait, him just calling Miles is enough? You know, if he's apologizing man to man. I mean, I understand that the media is such a big circus now to where everything is posted on Twitter, but you don't really need to do that, do you? No. Well, here's my point. Like, if if he thinks things got taken out of context, then he should have apologized to the Browns too, saying that's not what I yeah. said, that's not what I meant. And then we have Mary Kay talking about she was on uh, on our morning show the week uh, you know last week before he apologized today, saying that during the interview she's like, "Are you sure you want to say that?" And Jonas Johnson was sitting next to him, going, "Are you sure you want to say that?" And he <laughs> kept going, so. Uh, that's hilarious, man, because, dude, like, that's frustration in, in the moment. I mean, you should never do anything like that. Like, I've learned, like, you don't say stuff when you're angry because you, you probably don't mean it. You know what I mean? Like, you you haven't thought it. Before. I don't know. I don't think he was angry when he said it. Like, Mary Kay said in the interview that he was – she had just walked – Right, you said this, Dan, right? That she had just walked by him and said, hey, we haven't had a chance to catch up with you. You want to talk? And he said yes, right? Yeah, it was something along those lines. Mary Kay joined, um, I think it was G. Bush in the barbershop. Yeah. And said that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he wasn't angry. I mean, dude, like. I mean, it sounds to me like he was holding on to this stuff since the Ravens game. The first Ravens game. Well, maybe he was. I mean, everybody holds their frustration differently. You, me, everybody does, right? So sometimes people hold things in and then it's bottled up and then next thing you know, it just explodes like boom. And it's like, Oh my God. And then you let everything out. And then when you start talking, it's like, Oh my God, I can't get that back. But I'm sure like, if he said like asinine, like real crazy stuff, like I'm sure he wanted to get it back, you know? And plus if he, if he wants to continue playing in the NFL, no one wants a bad locker room guy. No one wants that, you know, because that could just bring you down. So you know, I mean, I, now I do understand the Twitter thing for the media aspect, but I also understand, like, he's a person just like everybody else. You know, he has emotion, has feelings. Obviously, you shouldn't let him out in the media like that, but the reality is he probably was frustrated and it was all bottled up and it just all came out at once, and he was just like, God, man, I wish I could get that back. Mulligan, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to say so, that they were taken out of context is taking a shot at Mary Kay. 
right? Yeah. I mean, I, I would I I don't know the context of what she said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I don't want to be the third guy to come in and be like, "Oh man, you can't say that it was taken out of context." So, but you, you know, Jamal, here's the bigger question. Okay, we know this stuff was going on since the Baltimore game, the first Baltimore game, right? The one they got beat. Um, when they lost what twenty three twenty, right? I mean that was week seven. Like, well, if this kind of like animosity was going on, that you had a player who was like, I'm not playing on first or second down, and the Browns didn't do anything about it. That like, first of all, what should the Browns have done? And second of all, like, you know, should they have done something about it? Like his plan or his attitude? What his attitude and his plan. I mean, you know, you've got. Um, Chris Kiffin came back and said he said he was hurt, but they, they were kind of questioning that. That he said, you know, he's not going to play on first or second down. I mean, I, I, if I asked you, are you playing on first or second down, what would you have said, Jamal? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm playing. I'm, I'm in. I'm playing every down. Yes. I, yeah, I just... I'm playing every down. So, like, I, dude, like, I never, and you know me, Andy, like, I'm yeah. real cautious when it comes to players and how they look at things because I was a player, you know. Right. Like, I don't know. There's nothing. I will say this. There's nothing that would, I would put out there like, I'm, I'm not going to play for you first or second down. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I'm never going to say that. You know, that's something that never is going to come out of my mouth. However, at the same time, it's like you got to kind of understand, not understand, but kind of think about what he was going through at that time. Like, we don't know what he was being told behind closed doors. And by firing a defense coordinator, something was happening. You know, something was going on. And what people really don't understand is position coaches, defensive coordinators, all that stuff, they all get together. They talk about game planning and what should happen, blah, 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 blah. And they could have pulled him to the side during, you know, during the season and said, hey, look, man, this is what's going on. And, they, you know, they probably said something to him then, and he's probably like, you know what, man, bump that. You know? So, and plus, you got to think about this, ego. You know what I mean? Like, ego plays a big part into a lot of people, especially when it comes to, like, a person who was drafted in the first round and been on a team and he's not being shown the type of respect he believes he deserves. And that could that could feed into stuff. Now, I'm not saying any of this stuff is a reason to go to somebody and say, nah, man, I'm not playing first and second down. That's that's beyond me, but you know, you, I mean, he's a person too, man. Jamel white, former Browns running back, joining us on the Thompson Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Jamel, does it tell you anything about the operation inside of the Browns locker room that this happened? Man, I, you know what, man, it tells you for me personally, like when you have that going on in the locker room, there's other people that know about that in the locker room. And it makes me question not the leadership of the team or whoever the captains are supposed to be. That's when the captains are supposed to step in and try and, you know, not confront him, but talk to him about it. Like, hey, man, why why would you say that in a newspaper? And what's going on with you guys? Like, are you guys good? Or him and Miles just needed to talk it out or something. I'm pretty sure if he felt that strongly about it, there was some talking or non-talking going on that makes you kind of think about as a person. If I'm Miles Garrett, I'm thinking to myself, man, why ain't this dude talking to me? Or why is he treating me different now? 
And then either in your own mind, you're going to be like, you know what, I'm going to go say something to him. Or he has to be like, I'm going to go say something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, it has to be something that's going on. Because people can tell when you're getting treated differently by somebody. Sure. It's it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. So, but that, that goes back to players, man. Like, the NFL is, you know, you choose the captains of the team. And some captains are verbal and say whatever. And some captains just, you know, they do, they set an example by what they do. But sometimes you need a captain that's going to set an example by what he does and also be verbal like, hey, man, this can't go on in the locker room because it's going to divide us somehow. Jamal, you know, they're looking for a defense coordinator now. Um, you know, we talked extensively about this throughout the season that, you know, first of all, what do you think Joe Woods did wrong or is he a scapegoat? And two, what should they be looking for in a defensive coordinator? Well, I can't tell you what he did wrong and I can't tell you if he's a scapegoat but I can tell you that you know when it comes down to film and the type of players that we are supposed to have and when I say supposed to have like the type of players that are um, talented enough to do all the things that they believe they should do obviously when it's not happening that way um, something's wrong and maybe it's you know the players connection with the coach and vice versa so um, what we need to do is um, start holding people accountable on defense. That next defensive coordinator, I don't know if Joe Woods was or not, but you can't have wide receivers just wide open in the last minutes of the game. And also you can't decide, you know, this week we didn't let them run against us, but this week we are. You know what I mean? Sure. Like you got to have the, – the defensive coordinator has got to set accountability for the players. And that's one of the biggest things. And do and one thing, and Andy, you and I talked about this. Your job is to break up passes if you're a cor- if you're a corner. Right. You you shouldn't get up in the air and act a fool if you break up a pass. <laughs> right. That's your job. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Now I can understand, you know. You have an emotion when it comes to the game. If it's a big third down playing, you do something like that. It's like, all right, cool. We bought that business. I mean, I get it. But every play, every play you doing that, I think they got to get back to playing football, man. And you you, you got to start holding guys accountable because they ain't jumping up and down when the dude when he um um bust his coverage. He ain't doing that. He going to the next dude and he patting himself on his chest. My bad, my bad. No, crap. Uh, yeah, it's your bad. <laughs> so, you know, man, like, you, you, I mean, it's got to be some accountability. Until they get some accountability, you know, it, it, it's going to be rough. And I don't care what kind of defensive coordinator they bring in. If he doesn't hold them accountable for their actions and what they do on the field and have them calm down and make them realize, man, it's your job to break the ball. Stop acting a mess every time you do it or mm-hmm. every time you make a tackle. That's your job. So they need a defense net coordinator to come in to make people um, accountable. be accountable for what they do. Yeah. Jamal, thank you. Have a great weekend, my friend. I will talk to you soon. All right, same to you, my man. I'll uh, talk to you guys. All right, talk Thanks, to man. Take care. Jamal White, right. former Browns running back, uh, hosts the postgame show on Spectrum News 1. All guests appear again on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 